for me, one of the, the surefire signs that you were leading to burnout, that you're very close, is that you have the time to get some of the work done, some of whatever it is that you have on your plate done, and you look at it and you just can't get up. You just can't get off the couch. Hello and welcome to the PyBytes podcast, where we talk about Python, career, and mindset. We're your hosts. I'm Julian Sequeira. And I am Bob Beldebos. If you're looking to improve your Python, your career, and learn the mindset for success, this is the podcast for you. Let's get started. All right, welcome back to another PyBytes podcast episode. This is Julian, and I'm here with Bob. How's it going, man? What's up, everybody? Happy to be back. Yeah, good. You? Yeah, good. Good. It's been a busy week, as always. It's always busy. It's never quiet. But uh, feeling good. I got to actually get out of the house this week and see some mates and stuff. And it's just been a very, uh, a much more uplifting week than normal being stuck at home. What about you? Yeah, going great. Uh, also getting out, pretty important. Getting the workouts in, um, both physical and Python. <laughs> Yeah, doing coding and coaching. Uh, nice balance. And talking about balance, are we talking about balance today? Yeah, we can talk about balance. We'll, we'll talk about uh, burnout specifically, I think. And uh, what we are you burned out? To talk about. I'm not burnt out. I'm never burnt out. Are you on but the brink of burnout? I'm on the brink of burnt out. Of oh, being burnt out. Yeah. <laughs> we, you know, that's the thing. Burnout can take many shapes and forms it doesn't necessarily have to just be the day job doing it. it could be having too many things to do and with the house move and and all these things happening it's uh, certainly leading to that so i'm looking forward to taking a break i might oh, actually you know what I'll, I'll share it now there's my win for the week going on holiday next week that's nice. gonna be awesome well deserved man i'm really happy that you do yeah thanks man uh, yeah. it'd be nice if you came but Apparently, you don't want to fly 10 billion kilometers over to, to join us. <laughs> yeah, the flights will take longer than the actual holiday, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Um, so all right, let's let's dive in. Let's dive in. We, we wanted to talk about burnout in earnest, and we just want to talk about recognizing the signs of burnout, recognizing when you're getting burnt out. And because a lot of the time, you don't realize it's happening until you're there and you're already too late. You're already feeling exhausted. You quit. You make, you know, rash decisions. You act, respond emotionally, and so on and so forth. So, I'll start off with one sign that you're burnt out, Bob. You can throw in a second one after this, but for me, one of the the surefire signs that you are leading to burnout, that you're very close, is that you have the time to get some of the work done, some of whatever it is that you have on your plate done, and you look at it and you just can't get up. You just can't get off the couch. You can't bear to bring yourself to open up that tool and start working on it, whether it's a website or, a, you know, if we're going to talk about coding, open up something like your coding editor, your IDE, and start coding because you're just burnt out. The thought of diving into the work just makes your skin crawl and you you almost feel anxious about it that's 
a sign that you're leading to burnout. That's something I've seen. I've spoken with people recently about it's how they feel. They they've said things like, "Oh, I just I just can't do it today." You know, if you're saying things like that, that's you're you're there. You're almost there. You're leading yourself down a path to burnout. So there, there's a almost like a physical component to it, right? Like really be tired and not having the energy to to get to it anymore. Yeah, and and the the fact that you can't talk yourself into it, <laughs> even though it's something you kind of have to do, you're you're playing that procrastination game of oh, you know what, I'll do it tomorrow, or I'll do it in two hours from now. I'd rather just do the procrastinate and look at my email again, or do this mm. simpler task that really gets me nowhere. Which <laughs> is a vicious circle because then mm-hmm. more time is wasted on busy work and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That stresses you out even more. Yeah. Yeah. Cues up and next thing you know, you're overwhelmed even more and feeling worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what about you? Do you have any signs that you've spotted over the years? Yeah, definitely. Um, when I luckily I've not been totally burned out, but I have been close, I think. Uh, it's kind of this uh frog in the water insidious thing, right? Like when you warm up mm. and you don't notice, you don't notice, and all of a sudden, like you get like these weird health issues which are not really health issues they're basically just stress (laughs) but they seem like pretty serious um yeah so then all of a sudden something's wrong and you're out of usually it means that you're out of balance right and for example a few months ago i had it all pretty balanced out and all of a sudden i was leaking my work into the evening right so Mm. usually i stop at six six thirty ish and seven and eight, nine. All of a sudden, I was doing email and slacks at 10 p.m. And of course, that's extra screen time. It's extra load. It's extra time away from the family, which of course leads to stress. Um, so yeah, that, that just sneaked in, right? Because I love what we do. I love to help people. Um, but yeah, that, that's actually another thing there. Like uh, all of a sudden, it was all about serving and helping and where was the time for yourself? Where was the reading time? Where was the family mm. time? Where was the, um, the time to code something for yourself, something totally without pressure, right? So yeah, yeah um, I think the, yeah, so so the clear signal is um, weird symptoms, <laughs> health <laughs> issues, um, not doing your Netflix or workouts anymore. And just, yeah, basically going going till too late in the day yep and i think uh, another byproduct of that is your relationships suffer a bit mm. you know you find yourself uh, you catch yourself snapping at people a lot more often uh responding you know aggressively uh you know flying off the handle really before you even give people a chance especially if you have kids right very easy to just snap uh yep. when you've been working like a 14 hour day or something so you know, these, these are things that, you know, you should notice, that you should take note of and and recognize that they're not normal, that then well, I shouldn't use the word normal, but it's it's not good for you. These are things that aren't going to get you closer to your goals. These aren't things that are going to make you, uh, these are things that are not going to make you a better developer, right? Uh, everything needs to be within um I guess within reason. So, yeah. So what? Okay. 
if those are some of the two of the key things that we found that have lead to burnout that, that show you that you're on the road to burnout, what's something I'll let you, you go first on this one. <laughs> what, mm-hmm. What's something that you can do to slow that role based on your experience? Yeah, I got two things right of the, that is 80, 20. So look at what's really important. What's moving. How do you say the car ahead, the horse ahead, <laughs> what's really yeah. important to, to move close to your goal, which is usually like one, two or three things. And, a great book in that sense is The One Thing uh, from Gary Keller, which uh, we started to send to uh, our clients. <laughs> These days <laughs> they can choose though. Um, very important book. Really makes you focus on what's important. Uh, I think we read it every year. Mm-hmm. And once you apply the Pareto principle or 80-20, basically Pareto um, is that uh, 20% of your efforts lead to 80% of the outputs, right? So you can really focus it down to your goals, then all of a sudden you don't have to work that hard, right? Because if you're just doing the right things, then you will see those results and all the extra stuff is, is you know, is extra, which usually is a lot of social media and, and things like, yeah, they, they are important, but they're indirectly important, not, not the main core thing. Hey, this is Bob. And a quick break from our episode. We're right back because we want to give you an opportunity to learn about our PyBytes Practical Productivity Pack. Yep. This is a pack that is designed to help you be more productive. It's not as simple as that because there are so many pieces to productivity. There's mindset and there's a heck of a lot of best practices to put into play here to really help you get there. And that's exactly what this course is designed to do. So what's inside the pack? All right. To start, there are seven modules and we start off with module one, as you'd expect, which is all about a time audit. We move into goal setting, planning, habits, deep work, motivation, and end on perfectionism. These are really important pieces to help you break the habits you have, build good habits, and really start getting your productivity boosted. And all this in less than four hours of concise video content. Check out more information about the course at pybytesproductivity.com. And secondly, um, and I'm quoting here from um, an essay from Kenneth Wright's uh, The Reality of Developer Burnout, because, you know, <laughs> the request library. At the end of the essay, um, he says, my balance today, it's really important to have hobbies other than writing code, right? So it's, mm. I think it's important um, I mean, as much as we love coding and, and mindset and coaching and all that, is to do something like totally different, right? Now, luckily, we, we have families, we, we, we have kids. <laughs> we like reading, um, but you like gaming, for example, right? And, yeah. and something totally, totally unrelated. And doing that at certain intervals, then, we, well, first, it, it gives you extra energy, your rest up, but also forcing yourself to go in that offline mode or diffused mode as it's called then actually unconsciously i still i'm still solving problems for the apps i'm building right and then it go back and uh, oh actually like yeah. it's it's like coding and coding and coding you, after a certain amount of time you just start to make more mistakes so you 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 have to get into that diffused mode to um to get back refreshed yeah walk away come back exactly yeah, that's it's a good point, and that leads into you know what I was going to mention for for mine, which is making the time for the things that matter most. 
And when you are leading to burnout and you're in that situation of, oh, I just don't want to get out of bed, I just don't want to do this, to me, over, over experiencing that myself over the years from time to time, it's meant that I've realized that it's because that's all I've been doing with my time. I haven't been doing anything else for myself. It's felt like my time was being given to the company. My time was owned by someone else and I had no control over that. And you know, getting a little bit philosophical here, <laughs> we we tend to put ourselves in these work bubbles of the companies that we we work for and the problems of the company and the job become our problems because we don't focus on anything else when in reality you know that company is going to go on without you whether you're there or not you can be there to help you can be there to put your best foot forward of course but you don't have to bring those problems home and at the end of the day when 5 p.m. hits or whatever your hours happen to be you have every right to stop and move on and do your things. A lot of the deadlines that we all suffer, uh, we all suffer through, that we, we all, we're all encouraged to meet are quite arbitrary. You know, they're there for the sake of metrics. They're not there for the sake of the end of the world, right? Most people aren't going to care if you met, if you're a deadline slip, it's all there for the, the show side of it. And at the end of the day, your mental health and your uh, your well-being is much more important than anything that you do at work and or whatever you do during the day that's leading to your burnout, you know, because your burnout doesn't just have to be work, right? It could be anything that you do if you're, you're a professional athlete or something can definitely lead to, to burning out and stuff. But the point I'm making is if you don't make time for those hobbies, as you mentioned, Bob, um, and those other things that interest you and really get you excited then you lead to that state of going, I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to do this because you think you're in this, this position where it takes up all day. There's no uh, borders. There's no nothing. You have no boundaries. And so um, to your point, you know, I love to game, obviously, and I wasn't gaming for so long. And now it's my reward on a Saturday night. You know, I'll even get Twitch going um, pretty rubbish at it. I've got myself a little stream deck here that has just taught me, reminded me how much I love technology and tinkering with stuff. And I wasn't doing that for so long. And so making time for that, I'm, you know, coding little things for it. I'm, um, you know, making it do all sorts of little fun automation things around the house. And it's just really good fun. And that's stuff that I wasn't doing when I was feeling burnt out because everything was about the job. Everything was about work. Um, so, yeah, my advice to anyone listening, if you are feeling a bit burnt out, just draw the line in the sand, drop tools at whatever time your shift ends, and just go do something for yourself. It's, it's not hard. And do it guilt-free because at the end of the day, there's more to life than, you know, the, <laughs> the job that you happen to have right now because, you know, one of the things is, like I say, you get caught in your bubble. But let's say tomorrow you're, you're offered a job that pays a hell of a lot more. It's more exciting. You take that job. It's not like the world ends because you left the old job, right? So you have to think of it that way. If you leave, they'll replace you with another person. If you quit at 5 p.m. to go spend time with your family or do whatever, then <laughs> You're not going to get penalized for that because you start again at nine o'clock. The work will be there. There's always going to be work. 
what what if there's a culture of overwork and everybody putting in 60 hour weeks oh man okay so that's totally another episode we should do that next week oh wait i'm on holidays next week so the week after that to be continued to be continued because that whole corporate culture thing is an episode in itself and i would oh i'm so i'm so opinionated on that (laughs) save your soapbox for uh in in two weeks then right i know i do i do want to hear your opinion on that at some point because Uh, you know it's it's uh it's nice if you call the shots right but if you're in a culture it can Mm -hmm. be uh can be pretty tough because i remember uh, one of my earlier jobs there there was such a culture and uh yeah it was pretty hard (laughs) yeah yep we we got some good tips on that because we've we've lived it we've been there in huge companies couple of small companies as well um and it's that can definitely mess with your um your ability to have some balance and everything so we'll we'll cover that off in a couple of weeks i think because we've got a few we've got a special guest lined up in two weeks don't we oh that will be yeah yeah yeah. all right well look that's it thank you all for listening as always bob anything you want to add so what you're reading what am i reading putting me on the spot uh i'm actually reading something uh what do we call it? A pre-release book for someone. Nice. So I can't talk about it. So I'm just going to leave that there. But it is a Python book. Oh, Ooh. cool, cool. What about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm reading a fun book, uh, the Mason Curry, Daily Rituals, How Artists Work. And it's a nice, relaxed, pleasant read about all these famous people and what their work schedules and routines were. And it was just um, fun and also inspiring. Cool. I like it. I actually didn't know you were reading it. Um, nice. Yeah, I downloaded a whole bunch of books on my Kindle. <laughs> just oh, I bought that a few years ago. Let's actually read it. Yeah. Yeah, oh, good. Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to hustle through this book because I got a prompt on my Kindle saying that an author I follow released a new book. And I was very excited to try it. Just nice. some fiction action stuff. And uh, I just got sucked in. So can't wait yeah. to do that. All right. So before we call it. I just want to remind everyone, we do have a Slack community that anyone can join. Uh, the links are below, but we encourage everyone to join because this is a great place to have a conversation about your career, as we've talked about in this uh, conversation, but to talk about your career, talk about Python, all of those things that work together to make you a successful developer. I don't even know how many people do we have in there now, Bob? A couple of thousand at least? Let me actually check. I'm genuinely curious because... The community has been growing, and we're at 2,778 Pythonistas. Yeah. And, yeah, there's much more going on than Python alone. We have um, people talk about testing, software, books, productivity. There's even an initiative we're running with uh, people from Cucumber Project to um, implement a Cucumber Expression Python version. So if you're interested in that, there's a channel for that as well. Or check in some wins where you can share your wins. That's it's a really nice place to hang out and uh, get to meet fellow passionate Pythonistas. And yeah, you can always go in there and, and send us a message. Tell us what you think of the podcast and tell me to get off my soapbox from time to time. It's it's fine. Yeah, we we really love talking with you all and uh, hear about what you're struggling with and hear ideas for things we can address on this podcast. So please do reach out to us. Beautiful. Well, thank you all for listening. 
And we'll catch you in two weeks because we'll have next week off. Love it. See you break. Yeah. All right. Be back in two weeks. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. To hear more from us, go to PyBite slash friends. That is pybit.es slash friends and receive a free gift just for being a friend of the show. And to join our thriving Slack community of Python programmers, go to pybytes slash community. That's pybit.es forward slash community. We hope to see you there and catch you in the next episode.